So boundaries can be that big word that can be one of the most challenging things that we can embrace in our recovery, especially during the holiday season. And especially during the holidays, we have to learn how to set and enforce those healthy boundaries to keep us on track with our recovery. Welcome to the Celebrate Recovery official podcast. This is a podcast of life change stories, courage and hope and leadership wisdom centered around the Celebrate Recovery principles. Celebrate Recovery is a ministry based on the Beatitudes where Jesus helps us to face our hurts, hangups and habits so that we can effectively live out God's calling for us in our life. I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. I struggle with drugs and alcohol and perfectionism. My name is Rodney, and welcome today to the Celebrate Recovery official podcast. Excited to have this topic about boundaries. Boundaries can sometimes get a bad rap, like we're trying to punish people, but it's so important that we understand that boundaries are to protect ourselves and keep us on track. And so I've got a, a near and dear brother in Christ, uh, Dickie Everman, who's a Southeast Regional Director with Celebrate Recovery. And uh, Dickie has uh, so graciously uh, agreed to come on and be with us uh, here today. Dickie, thanks for being with us today, man. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad to be on today. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't you introduce yourself and we'll jump into a conversation here, man. Sure. My name's Dickie Everman, and I'm a grateful believer in Jesus Christ. My struggles have been with drugs and alcohol. And uh, today I probably struggle with codependency and a little bit of anxiety. Hey, Dickie. And I am the Southeast Regional Director. You already said that, though, Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It's good for them to hear that again. You do a fabulous job uh, managing just an incredible region of some great, great people. And God's doing some great things in the Southeast. So maybe we'll have some folks listening from the Southeast uh, give you a shout out. But uh, so, Dickie, we're talking about boundaries. You know, the holidays, the holidays are tough. <laughs> it's already tough enough. There's so many different dynamics that can be thrown at us. So maybe we kind of start the conversation with what are some of those things that can kind of be thrown at us in, in the holiday season that would even uh, maybe cause us to even think about boundaries? What are some of those dynam- dynamics that you've seen in your own life that can be a little bit tricky and challenging? Well, I think one of the things for me, you know, I've seen in the past is, is you know, when when you get married and and you have like two families to go to and and mm. dinners and all that and, and trying to figure out which ones to go and what time and yeah. and all that and even when you have adult kids, you know, I've got adult kids now and uh, and you know, I just I have I have to be sensitive to their needs. Yeah, uh, because they're trying to juggle everything. You know, I'm, me and Juanita, my wife, we're uh, we're actually empty nesters now, which uh, I love it. But then again, I love to see our kids come over too yeah. and spend time with, or us go to their house. But I have to respect their time yeah. also, and 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 uh, and also, you know, if if we if we can't work out something then, you know, I'll have to set that boundary, you know. Uh, well, look, this is, looks like this is going to be the best day in time for us to do it. So yeah. hopefully you can come. 
Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't want to hurt anybody feelings because yeah. I want them all to be there. Yeah. But as their family grows, you know, that can be difficult setting up a, a certain time to meet. Yeah, uh, it can be. And I, I think that when you're, when you were talking, Dickie, it just kind of the word expectations, right? What are my expectations and, you know, in interaction time, um, expectations of how much time you're going to spend with me, how much time I'm supposed to spend with you. And, and so, yeah, just kind of right. leaning into those expectations and make sure they're realistic expectation, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. That's really important because, you know, I've, I've got, you know, it's, it's, one of the things that I struggle with when I, when our kids was young, they spent all the time with us, you know, and uh, of course mm. they was there, they lived there, they got up on Christmas morning. And, and so we've had to uh, adjust that some, and, and we've had to just, just try to, like I said, be sensitive to everybody's time. Mm. But, but I do have to put up those healthy boundaries yeah. for myself and for my wife, because you know, boundaries are a form of, of self-care yeah. and, uh, and I need to make sure I'm healthy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and some, one of the hardest things to do is, is to go to somebody and set that boundary. Mm. Uh, but you can do it in a godly and a loving way also. Yeah. And that's something I have to, you know, sometimes if I, uh, if I let it soak and something's going on within me, and I don't like uh, the way the conversation is going or the direction uh, somebody is, is, well, I can't make it at that time. I can let it fester inside of me, yeah. uh, and then I'll blow up. Some of those or old can, things start creeping right. back in. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or I could pray about it, and I could say, uh, you know, how do, how do I best address this? How yeah. can I in a godly way, just talk to my daughter yeah. or, or my son and, and, yeah, take and, a, and address it. Yeah. Take, take a time out. If I need to go, go to the bathroom for a minute, minute to kind of catch my breath and just kind of <laughs> reset my thinking, I'm kind of getting, you know, escalated in my heart. Yeah. So we, so we have that kind of the home environment and, and, you know, there's plenty of dime dynamics with that. I'm kind of just, as you're talking, Dickie, I'm kind of thinking about, you know, a lot of times in our recovery meetings, there is a little bit of a extra protection there because we're not going to, we're not going to do things that you would normally see in the, in the outside world where we, it's a safe environment. But I'm thinking about the people that are going to work and they're in an environment, especially during the holidays when there might be some of those outside things that can kind of creep in probably more holiday parties and uh, some things that are happening there. I'm just thinking about what, especially yeah. in, the, in the area of addictions, uh, what yeah. are some things that we can do to kind of protect ourselves? Remembering boundaries are to, to put a bubble around myself, not to put them on other people, but to put them around myself to protect myself. What are some of those things that I can do like in in that environment where I might be around some situations that could be triggering or could pull me into some, um, unhealthy places that I don't want to go back to. Right. Right. Well, for me early on in my recovery, uh, um, you know, there would be times where I still had to be around, uh, some people who's drinking my, some of my family still drink. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so there was times I had to be around them and, and, uh, mom and dad used to love to do fish fries 
uh, out in the backyard and when it's a nice day and everything. And, 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 you know, I didn't want them to feel comf- uncomfortable with me right. being there. So I, one of the things I always did, I always made sure that my car, uh, was, uh, uh, was in a, what wasn't blocked in. Uh-huh. It, it always, Smart. I always had a way to leave. And I'd already already talked to my wife about different situations, you know. Yeah. And and if I get to the point where I need to leave, she she don't need to question me. She just needs to go because it's it's uh it's threatening uh yeah. me. It, it's a threat to me. So and she did a great job with that. And and my parents did too. They understood. Yeah. Uh, and and you know when they did drink, they they would keep it in plastic glass. Yeah. I don't know. Like I didn't know what yeah. he was doing. <laughs> yeah, you weren't smart enough. <laughs> right. you know, what I love about what you just said, Dickie, and that's so good for those listening in, you had an escape route, right? And kind of an action right. plan. If I need to escape, you know, just it doesn't mean that people are trying to hurt me, but I'm in a space where I'm feeling triggered or whatever. I've got an escape route where I don't have to go involve a ton of other people to get out of there and then you had a safe person, and in this case, it was your wife, uh, where right. you just knew, she knew if you said it's time to go, it was safe enough that she didn't, you didn't have to give her an explanation. She just knew, okay, I yeah. trust your judgment, and it's time to go. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of times I wasn't, you know, I wasn't in danger of drinking, but, sure. but one of the things that was happening was, uh, I was getting antsy or uh, just discontent, and and when when those flags go up, that's when I knew it was time for me to go, you know, and uh, and yeah, and, and and mom and dad understood that too. I I made sure that they understood it also. So that's part of the boundary too is is letting them know what might happen. You know, I want to come, I want to have a good time with you all, uh, but if I if I feel like I need to leave, I need to leave. Yeah. And, uh, I'm nothing against you guys uh, because I love you. This and is you're for my, my recovery. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's and so good. One of the things. Yeah. 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 So, I'm, uh, Dickie, as you're talking, that, that's such a good, good word for those that might be in some environment. Sometimes we have corporate, you know, we work in business and we're going to be in some environment situations and we just have to be mindful of that almost expect the unexpected, right? And just have an, have an action plan. And, you know, the outside world's, their job and is not to protect me. And so I have to be strategic and protecting myself. And I like the idea, maybe you can speak uh, into this. How did your sponsor play into that when you knew you were going into those environments that would be a little bit wishy-washy and, and a little bit uh, potentially unstable in just kind of preparing the way to go into the 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 battlefield, so to speak, how how did that play in with accountability team and sponsor? How did you involve them in that process? Yeah, we uh, we normally met on a regular basis. So if something was coming up, uh, whether it was me going on vacation or whether it was me going to uh, a party, a cookout, or or even uh, a Christmas party where I was going to be around, I would always let him know. Yeah. what was going on and, and I'd ask for prayer from him also and any any tips that he may have to help me, you know, get through it because I don't wanna I don't wanna seclude myself and lock myself away. Sure. Uh because 
that's not safe in itself. I've always said the scariest place for me is be up in my own mind by myself. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. It's <laughs> <That's, laughs> yeah, a very scary place. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, our accountability partners and, and, and our sponsor is so important in our recovery. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I was even talking with someone recently about this and just, you know, accountability is on our shoulders and it's interesting to think about, but no one can hold us accountable we can give people permission to hold us accountable, but we have to invite right. them into that. But just thinking about, you know, how important that is to say, Hey, I'm going into this environment, please pray. And then me owning that follow-up and rather than waiting on them, Hey, how'd it go? What's going on? Did you, did you run into trouble? You know, me own that. If I reached out to them to circle back, to close that loop, to say, Hey, I want to let you know, things went well. Thank you for your prayer covering. I made it out of the neighborhood, quote unquote neighborhood, uh, safely. And, um, just wanted to kind of close that loop to, to let you know about that. And that, that seems like a pretty important thing just to own that, uh, accountability loop in that process, doesn't it? Yeah, that's exactly right. Because, you know, you said it, uh, you know, I can't be kept accountable unless I want to be kept accountable. Mm. And I have to be open to that. You know, I've, I've had people in my, in my life before where I've tried to keep them accountable and, and, unless, you know, unless they're honest with me and let me know what's going on, yeah. then, you know, it's, it, I can't do it. So, yeah. uh, so that's something I had to make that determination that I want to be held accountable and I had to let somebody in uh, and know what's going on with me on a regular basis. Yeah. And, and that's just healthy. That's healthy recovery and, and healthy, especially during the holidays can be, uh, be stressful for anybody, you know, especially if you've lost a loved one, uh, mm. uh, you know, not too long ago, within a year, you know, that first, first on of everything can be really tough. And, and, uh, you know, you just have to, uh, I have to be okay with, of someone uh, insensitive to them, if, if they say, "Look, I just I don't feel like coming this year," and that's mm. okay, you know. Yeah, uh, I want them to be healthy, and uh, yeah, and give, you know, it's it's some some tough situations out there. I know I've uh, our our Christmas has changed since I lost my father and since mm. I lost a brother, and and uh, it, it's just changed some, but. But it's okay. We make it okay. We make it all right with everybody, and we respect everybody's uh, decision. You know, yeah. whether they can come or not. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And I and I'd love to. We're, we're going to take a a quick quick break here. But when we come back, Dickie, I'd love to pick up with you. Hit on something because I know there's people listening that are dealing with some some loss. And, yeah. and, and even kind of when we think about boundaries, how do I protect my heart as I'm honoring the pain in that space? And so maybe we could speak into that uh, and maybe even uh, connect on what 
what people that don't have families uh, in their life or, you know, family of origin, you know, direct family systems that they can go to and what what did those folks do so when we come back we'll we'll continue that conversation talking with dickie evermond uh, the southeast uh, regional director with celebrate recovery and when we come back we'll continue the conversation on the holidays and what healthy boundaries look like uh, we'll be right back are you in your church looking for practical tools to help you start and run a celebrate recovery in your church Consider joining us for a Celebrate Recovery training conference online or in person. Visit our website at CelebrateRecovery.com for dates and times. And don't forget to connect with your Celebrate Recovery state representative. They are here to serve you as you walk through this process. Find a rep near you by visiting CelebrateRecovery.com forward slash reps. Welcome back. We're talking with Dickie Everman, uh, the Southeast uh, Regional Director of Celebrate Recovery, and uh, having a great conversation around uh, the holidays. Uh, they can be tough and, and healthy boundaries. And right before we uh, took a quick break, Dickie, you were just talking about your your Christmas changed when you lost your dad. And and uh, I'd love you to speak into that a little bit more for those that are listening right now and, um, and just... Even in my local ministry, so much loss and lots of grief and a lot of pain there. Um, how you know, knowing that you've gone through a loss of your dad and going into the holidays, when we talk about boundaries and just kind of boundaries around your heart and your expectations, you're thinking, what did that look like practically for you, Dickie? And how did that change? And and what were some things that you had to think about in that space? I think uh, you know one of the main things is is it, it was you know things were going to change a little bit and I had to be okay with that change uh you know my mom's still alive so so she was struggling with the loss of her husband and and uh and, and you know it's it's one of those things where you know it's okay to be a little different I had to be okay with with changing things up a little bit mm. and um you know we used to go to my mom's house mom and dad's house and that's where we celebrated uh christmas and 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 thanksgiving and and all that you know the dinners and everything mm. and uh mom you know the first couple of years we did stay and do it at, at mom's house and uh but one of the things that changed a little bit is instead of her doing all the cooking, yeah. uh, uh, we we jumped in and, and yeah. helped. You know, what can I bring? You know, I'll yeah. deep fry turkey, or and my wife would cook a couple things. My adult children they they would cook some things too, and and that way it wasn't as stressful on yeah. my mom. That's good. And, uh, and vice versa with me, you know, I had to ask for help. Mm-hmm. I can't expect myself to do everything. You know, sure. I want I want my kids to just have a great time. I want to serve them. You know, I've I've got a servant's heart, but I have to allow them to help when they want to help too. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, one thing I really need it. Yeah, and what I'm what I'm hearing you say, Dickie, it's so so important uh, for those listening that may be going through just a big shift in a big change from prior holiday seasons is that know my limits and know and listen to my heart, listen to my body, listen to my mind and, and know that it's okay. And just even speaking that out loud, 
it's okay that I can't do everything that I used to at the same pace, that my heart may not be able to do that. My body may not be able to do that because it's gone through this significant loss and just trust that and, and go at the pace that you need to. And I love what you said. Don't be afraid to ask for help, whether that's practically yeah. or emotionally or uh, just let other people into that. That's so good, man. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's one of the things that now today what we do is mom is actually, uh, we did go ahead and sell her house and, and she's moved into a, a, just a, a, a retirement, not a, sort of like a retirement home, home not a nursing home, but, a, a, you know, she still does her own thing, still mm. cleans and, and things like that, but she's got an apartment yeah. and, and they cook for and everything. But uh, sometimes if we're not having something uh, at our house on, 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 on the holiday, Sometimes she'll she'll want us to come up there and and eat with her there at the what they call it the big house. We'll eat there at the big house with <laughs> her, or uh, or if we decide to have it on on Christmas Day here yeah. at my house, uh, she'll she'll come here and uh, she still drives and everything. So uh, uh, as long as it's not raining and dark, she's fine with. We're driving. Yeah. I only live That's only live good. ten minutes from her, so uh, figure out uh, a new rhythm. Rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we like to try to have it at our house yeah. now, and and uh, yeah. uh, you know, allowed to change some, but yeah. but I think one of the biggest things too, we have to be okay with the change. We have to be okay if if something like uh, mom was uh, was going through a tough time there at first. Mm-hmm. And I have to be okay if she didn't want to come. Yeah, you know, trust, or if she didn't her. want to attend. Yeah. Yes, that's so good. I need her. I want to. I want to support her, and I can't support her making, trying to make her do things. Yeah. you know, make sure we see, and that's so good for all of us to know too. That if we're around other people that are going through some significant loss or some significant changes, just be aware of where they are and honor where they are and, and just love them where they are. That's so good. One, one of the things Dickie that I think is, is, and I'd love for you to, I'd love to hear your wisdom and your heart on this, that sometimes, you know, the holidays just, they, there's so many outside expectations of what the holidays are supposed to look like. And even just even talking about family, there's some people that don't have a family to go to for dinner, right? And and yeah. even the the perception of what the media and you know seeing on commercials and Hallmark movies, you know the that image of what Christmas is supposed to be like. Um, I wonder if you could just speak into just the realistic expectations of even the way I'm supposed to celebrate Christmas and and what some healthy ways. Uh, to do that if I don't have a a family system to go home to um, by blood, blood family, I mean, could you speak into that? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, one of the main things I have to try to stay positive uh, because it is, you know, this season, the Christmas season is, is, it's not about Santa Claus. It's not about, you know, gifts and stuff like that. It's about the gift Christ gave us the gift from God, you know, you know, and, and, uh, you know, that's, I have to keep that in perspective for one thing, mm-hmm. but also, you know, one of the things we try to do is invite somebody to our, to our dinners, you know, especially if we know somebody, 
uh, don't have somewhere to go. A lot of times we'll try to invite uh, someone to us or somebody's moved here uh, from out of town. At one time we had a family uh, that moved from Atlanta up here to Kentucky and and uh, so we pretty much just made them part of our family mm. and, uh, you know, invited them in and everything. And that's so cool. And, you know, it's, it's just, uh, you know, you can also volunteer. Mm. There's all kinds of things to do to volunteer. The main thing, don't seclude yourself yeah. uh, and, and, and get in that, that negative mode. I have to wake up and ask for God's will be done in my life in the morning. And, and where can I, where can I spread joy? You yeah. know, even if I don't have my own family to go to, uh, you know, we, we've got something called Operation Happiness around here where uh, the 20th of de- December, there's going to be probably a thousand people go through, families uh-huh. go through and get, get boxes of food and, oh, wow. and, and a turkey and, and coats. And, and actually, I'm, I'm heading up to, the food court, we're actually serving chili probably to five to 600 people who come through there. So, That's uh, so, so it's, uh, it's one of those things where, 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 where can I spread God's love? Yeah. You know, That's so in, good. in a positive that, way. Yeah. Because that, that makes you feel good when you do things like yeah. that. Also. Well, otherwise, you know, if, if the definition is, well, I'm supposed to be in a big family around a big table, you know, getting gifts and opening presents and all that stuff, of course you're going to be disappointed. But if the perspective is this is about Christ's birth and how do I get outside of myself and serve other people, no matter where we are, right? I mean, no matter yeah. how dire our life is, we can find ways to give back. And maybe it's giving back at our local Celebrate Recovery. Hey, w- put me to work. What what can I do this week to, to help? Um, and that's what I love about Celebrate Recovery is even if we don't have a blood family, we have a forever family. Uh, I wonder right. if you could speak to that. Just those that might be, maybe they're not even a part of Celebrate Recovery. What is it? What do you mean by forever family? And what does that look like? What do you mean by that? Yeah, forever family. You know, we 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 call each other in our celebrate recovery forever family. One one of the reasons we're there together. Uh, the mask comes off. It's okay to struggle with whatever you struggle with. You know, I'm going to share my struggles uh, because uh, I I love what celebrate recovery does. It's it makes it okay to share when you're when you're hurting or when you're struggling with something. And, uh, you know, we're all forever, forever family is, you know, once I've turned my life over to Christ, then I've got a, I've got a promise here. I'm going to be in heaven with the Lord and, and all, all the other people too, who's turned their life over to Christ, you know, and that's why we call each other forever family because we are, we're going to be forever family through eternity. And that's just, that's so mind boggling and, and just gives me, I just got cold chills just now thinking about it. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just amazing to think of that. But, uh, you know, and, and I have to tell on myself a little bit here, you know, uh, it gets real busy around around this uh, holiday. And, yeah. and even at church, you know, I work for the church. I'm, I'm a care pastor. I'm actually a recovery pastor mm. there at my church. And, uh and I do men's groups and all kinds of groups, and I try to help set up here and there. But I was getting to where I was getting angry 
mm. uh, because things weren't where they were supposed to be. <laughs> and, and, and the bottom line is I had to stay, take a step back yep. and think, you know, there's a lot of things going on in that building this time of year. We have a, we have school that was celebrating things. Uh, we just started upward basketball, and mm. we've got there's uh, there's several hundred who, in our town who's in that upward basketball wow. and, and cheerleading. And uh, we also, uh, uh, you know, we we had parties. I just had my my uh, leaders appreciation and and uh, and. And volunteer appreciation dinner mm. uh, Sunday night, and and I have to remember, you know, everybody's busy. It's okay for things to be out of place yep. every now and then. I've got to be able to uh, think of the positive side of it. You know, yeah. we're in relation. God calls us to be in relationship with each other, yeah. and uh, and that's where we grow. That's where we grow in Christ. Also, that's right. Is is spending time with with others and other christians yeah and uh and i had to i had to re- reroute my thinking there for a little <laughs> yeah. bit Rodney. <laughs> yeah that's so good you know and sometimes we can we can have all the stuff and the events and and all that stuff and we want it to be perfect and and for good reasons you know we have good intentions we care about the people we're around and we want it to be a good experience but sometimes we can get the wrong thing as a lead foot and, and we forget that the process um, is not as important as the people. And as long right. as we're together and things are going to not go perfect and, you know, back to those expectations, right? When, when those expectations are too high and unrealistic and things start spinning out, it's no wonder we get anxious and, and get down and, and we're very rigid in our rigidity toward ourself and what's happening actually causes us to be rigid toward those around us. And, and then we lose, we lose Dickie, right? Where'd Dickie go? He's, right. he's, he's so focused on the process that we're not connecting anymore. And that, that's the downside of that. So, yeah, yeah. well, Dickie, w- one last thing, just to, someone listening and, um, the holidays, you know, they're hard. And what would be a word of encouragement that you would share with somebody that's listening that is maybe just thinking about how am I going to get through this crazy, hectic holiday season? What would be something that you would share with them, Dickie? You know, I think uh, spend time in prayer, but also reach out to people. Uh, reach out. If, you, if you're not a part of Celebrate Recovery, find a Celebrate Recovery around you and uh, go to CelebrateRecovery.com and click on find see our groups and and find one in your area just visit it you don't have to you don't have to join it if you don't want to but you can visit it and just see what it's like and and uh you know and 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 just just know that there are people out there who love you and Mm. and care about you and uh and and we're all we're all here together i mean that's right uh, you know, one of the things I always say that, you know, Christ told us in this world, you will have trouble yeah. and we do have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. Mm. And, uh, you know, we, we just, we need to reach out to other people and, and, and get involved somewheres. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, God, God is with us in the season. Even the very name, Emmanuel, God with us. He is with you, and yes. you're not designed to face this alone. In fact, so much so that that he would come in the form of a baby to be with you, to ultimately die on the cross 
to carry whatever the troubles are that you're you're struggling with. So that's so good, Dickie. Thanks for sharing that, brother. Well, Dickie, thanks for for your wisdom. Thanks for your heart, man. I always love talking to you and always get something out of our conversation. So thanks for sharing and giving our listeners a, a just a few nuggets of your wisdom and in your heart and and uh, man, I'm praying for your your holiday season with your sweet bride Juanita. And, Thank and, you. Uh, thanks, thanks for all that that you do for Celebrate Recovery, my brother. Well, thank you for asking me on here. I've really enjoyed it and, and talking to you and, and sharing. So, uh, yeah, bet. this is a blessing. You bet. Well, well, thank you uh, for our listeners. Thanks for uh, being with us uh, today. I just want you to know that if you're struggling, you too can find freedom from your hurts, hangups, and habits. Uh, if you'd like to find a Celebrate Recovery group that Dickie was speaking about, just go to celebraterecovery.com forward slash groups and plug into a group near you. Maybe you're in the Southeast and uh, you can jump into uh, Dickie's group there or some other groups in that area or across the globe. We've got groups, but hey, we love you guys. You're not designed to face this alone. Don't try to face this alone. Join us at a local meeting. We'd love to join you in the process we call recovery. Till then, we'll see you next time. God bless.